1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard On another huge weekend Of Scottish football The top six will be settled By five o'clock With big blows potentially struck In the relegation And third place battles Leagues 1 and 2 return For the first time in 12 weeks And tomorrow there's the small matter Of Celtic v Rangers In their penultimate league meeting Of the season I'm Gordon Duncan
2: Joining me in the studio Is Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson And Hugh Kevens. What comes before a split Tension and excitement We hope have given Good when St Mirren Beat the Ackies In Hamilton today It doesn't matter What St Johnston Do at home To Ross County St Mirren Are top six It's been decades Since they were established In the top half Of the top league But the Ackies have a fight of their own on their hands to avoid relegation and that's why the Fountain of Youth Stadium houses the game of the day for me. But not far behind, Kilmarnock against Motherwell. Killy are in desperate trouble at the foot of the table. Seems a long time ago now since Stevie Clark stood in front of a packed rugby park and Killy had a big future in front of them.
3: Yeah, the top of the table is tied up But it's all about what happens in the middle and the bottom today St Mirren have an unbelievable opportunity It's in their own hands Tony Fitzpatrick said at the start of the season He thought St Mirren could be a top 6 team And who would have believed it? Well, I'm sure Jim Goodwin would have believed it But for Hamilton, as Hugh says They're scrapping away And to go to Hamilton and need a win Is no easy feat Kilmarnock again Big game for them against Motherwell New Firm Derby Dundee United against Aberdeen played in a few a few of those Gordon so that's to look forward to and St Johnson against Ross County John Hughes badly needs to bounce back from last week's defeat.
4: Yeah, as a guy said, an exciting fixture. Last Gordon before a big game tomorrow as well, but a lot to play for um, for these teams and great to see League One, League Two mm-hmm. uh, back the this afternoon. I'm sure a lot of players desperate to get back on that pitch. So a lot of good exciting stuff this afternoon How good does it feel
1: to have 19 Scottish games on a Saturday afternoon, Hugh Kevens?
2: Well, uh, you know, with Jim Duffy in the studio last night You know, Jim won't mind me saying He's a man in his 60s now And the enthusiasm was bubbling away Couldn't wait to get started so good luck to Dumbarton against for Sorry, Alison Conroy, I never said that.
1: Uh, right, strap yourselves in. It promises to be a big Saturday afternoon here on Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. As always, we will build up to the games. We'll keep you covered on all the big kicks of the ball and then afterwards, your chance to have your say on the open line. You've heard from Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Dial. Let's bring in the top team all around the grounds. The battle for top six is one of the major talking points today. St Mirren are in the driving seat but they need to try... And do something against Hamilton Alison Cornroy is watching that one
5: Yeah, good afternoon from Hamilton. As you say, victory for St Mirren will give them that last place in the top six and guarantee their best league finish since 1985. Hamilton, of course, desperate for points as well because they want to escape that relegation zone. Neither side going into this one in great form. St Mirren, one win in their last seven Hamilton ackeys. Their last win came back on the 13th of February. It's two changes for both sides for this afternoon's game. For Hamilton Ackies, it's Ryan Fulton in goal. A back three of Brian Easton, Aaron Martin and Scott McMahon. Midfield five, Ben Sterling, Hakim Adolphin, Ross Callaghan, Scott Martin and Lee Hodson. Up top, Bruce Anderson and Callum Smith. On the bench for Ackies this afternoon, Gurley, Scully, Trafford, Hughes, Stanger, Mimno, Moyo, Monroe and Redfern. For St Mirren, it's Jack Anick in goal. A back three of Marcus Fraser, Connor McCarthy and Joe Shocknessy. In the midfield, Richard Tate, Jamie McGrath, Kyle McAllister, Jake Doyle-Hayes and Ilkay Dermis up top for the Saints Lee Irwin and John Obika. on the bench Linus Mason Finlayson Flynn Erehun McPherson Reid Henderson and Connolly and your referee at the Foy Stadium this afternoon is Don Robertson
1: Let's hear from Brian Rice ahead of that one we
6: have been close games with St the two games we've played them this season
7: uh, we lost one nil here and we drew one each in Paisley so I think it'll be I don't think there'll be too much between the teams again I'm concerned uh, every week where we're sitting at the table because we always want to be better than we are if I was sitting in seventh I'd be concerned because I'd want to be sixth so that never changes and then I think as soon as you're, you settle for where you are then you're asking for problems we always want to be better we always want to be kicking on and that's exactly what we want to do
1: so Brian Rice looking to move away from the foot of the table here's the man looking to secure a top six place Jim Goodwin all really excited to be honest it's been a,
6: a really good week's training so far um, real good positive atmosphere around the place as you can imagine and um, yeah these are the games you want to be involved in you know far too long during my playing career here um, it was fighting and scrapping to get points to to stay in the league so it's lovely to have the opportunity to go and play a game um, a one-off game and if we win we, we find ourselves in the top six which would be a a remarkable achievement for the group You've always got to take your hat off to Hamilton Around about this time of year They always seem to get the results required To stay in the league Before a ball is kicked uh, At the start of the season They're everybody's favourites to go down
1: But um, you know, there's great character Within their dressing room obviously So Hamilton against St Mirren But you really have to view St Johnson v Ross County At the same time Roger Hanna These fixtures today are somewhat of a package deal
8: Yeah, and it takes me back to a former St Mirren manager, Tom Hendry. I used to say, Gordon, things are mathematically possible. And he always corrected me and said, no, it's arithmetically possible. So uh, I've got the arithmetic here for you. As Alison says, if St Mirren win at Hamilton, that's it done. They are top six. But if they don't win and St Johnson can win here at home to Ross County, then the Betfred cup holders will sneak into the top half of the Premiership yet again. Of course, they leapfrogged Hibs, if you remember, a year ago on a points per game basis when the league was called early and Callum Davidson's mounted a really late charge again he's trying to get into the top six and you know add that to to the major trophy the Betfred Cup that he has won in his first season back here in Perth the reformed team if you take out two defeats against the Old Firm side, St. Johnson haven't lost a game in any competition since Boxing Day that included a point up in Dingwall in January, but that, that said, they did lose here at home to County when Ian scored the only goal back in September and County themselves have rallied three wins in the last six games and that's moved them three clear of the Ackies and four ahead of bottom side Kilmarnock, they've obviously got their own priorities trying to stay in this league this season two familiar looking sides this afternoon St. Johnson go with Xander Clark in goal, it's up back three, Jason Kerr, the Cam- and it was linked one of the papers with Oxford United this morning. Liam Gordon and Jamie McCartan, a back three with him. Um, it's our dear friend, the Bit Fred Cup final goal hero and super scoreboard listener, Sean Rooney, along with Ali McCann, Liam Craig, and Callum Booth across the middle. And then David Willerspoon and Guy Mellamay in behind Chris Kane. On the bench, it's Parish Brown, and Transer, Gilmer, Bryson, and Conway, Middleton, O'Halloran, and Stevie May. As for Ross County, where they start, Ross laid low in goal. Looks like a five across the back. Jason Naismith, Keith Watson, Cole Donaldson, Yakaviti and Leo Hielder then three of Charlie Lakin Jordan Tilson and Harry Payton and then that spirited front pair White and Mackay Jordan White and Billy Mackay together again for Yogi Hughes' side on the bench it's Joe Hilton Jermaine Hilton and Shaw Vygers Gardine and Kelly Wright Draper and Charles Cook the referee at it's McDermott Park this afternoon is Craig Napier and I know you like my stat you wait for my stat every week mm. Gordon it's more of a record this week than a start, so you're getting spoiled the only time I've been at McDermott Park this season St Johnson won 7-0 their biggest victory in any competition for yeah, over yeah, 50 yeah. years. Who was that against? <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 sorry, I can't that. Mark Wilson might need to try to interrupt there. He, he can maybe remind you who it was against. Yeah,
1: put Roger's mic down, Gordon. I'll <laughs> <laughs> make him disappear and do everyone a favour. Um, Roger, the great thing about these two fixtures you've got St Mirren and St Johnson both going for that top six place. But both against sides that are deep in trouble at the bottom It's not as if either of them is taking on a team with nothing to play for So
8: massive games all round Yeah, massive games all round And it's great when you get to the, season, the last game before the split um, There's a real benefit to being in the top six Not just in terms of curiosity In terms of finance You heard Jim Goodwin, I think it was, speaking about it through the week If St Mirren sneak into the top six It makes them more attractive to players who might come and play for them next season And it gives them more finance to go out there and, and fight for those players, you know, if they're going in for a fight, is it, is it you know, tend to be in the summer chasing the same players as a Motherwell or a Kilmarnock or, you know, maybe a Dundee United. If they're in the top six and they've got a little bit more money, it might allow them a little bit more scope for wages in the summer and, and bring better players. And the whole thing just, just you know, rolls on from there. Yeah, Callum Davidson also hoping to sneak above St Mirren and into that top six. I
6: think the players, where way they performed the last couple of games have given themselves a great chance to get there. You know, uh, on the same sort of side, we're trying to obviously fight off relegation as well. So you know, I think performances and results have been, have been very good lately and allowed us to get there. So uh, we don't really talk about it. We know the, the scenario. We know we need to win the game. As uh, simple as that. We probably need to win the game to, to make sure we're safe from relegation. So it's double fold for me. So I think... Uh, no matter what game it is, you know we're going to go and play the next six games. No matter who we're playing, try to win every game. Uh, it won't be any different on uh, Saturday. I mean, Ross County have been very good lately. You know they've had some good results. You know they're a good, strong team. So it's going to be a real difficult
1: game. Let's go to Rugby Park, as we talk about big games. How big is this one at the bottom? for Kilmarnock, Fraser Wisher?
7: I think it's absolutely huge game, Gordon. It's the first of six huge games for Kilmarnock in recent years good success regular top six under Stevie Clark but they find themselves bottom of the table in a, a three way fight now to avoid relegation because today's opponents although, are virtually safe in eight courtesy of seven points from their last three games but Kilmarnock's recent form as we know makes for horrible reading one point from the last ten games one of those defeats in those 10 games was here against Motherwell last win was January the 9th against Hamilton Ackies and no win since Tommy Wright took over so it's absolutely vital I think that Kilmarnock win this match and it could be worse if they don't and Hamilton Ackies Ross County win their games today the recent signing of Kyle Lafferty has given the fans some hope is back in the Northern Ireland squad in good form scored twice in defeat last time out at Ross County but they will need others to step up and help out and from Mothers point of view I think he just left it too late to challenge for top six defeat last month that I saw at home to St John's and paid uh, put that to bed and uh, they were in a bit of trouble then but they reacted well with wins against Hibs and at home to Livia four fortnight ago and they'll come here pretty relaxed and confident getting all three points but they still have a bit to play for, they must be for seventh place, we all talk about the prize money and it's really vital in these tight times financially for clubs that they get as much prize money in as they possibly can and Graham Alexander want a strong finish to the season, getting key players back recently from injury has been important to him as the fine goal scoring form of Devante Cole, one point of note and they read the teams out, Declan Gallagher is on the bench again sometimes the skipper start the game 27th of January against Ross County in the form of McGloyer and Lammy has kept him out of the team and it'll maybe pose a question for Steve Clark with three big Scotland games coming up to the teams two changes for Kilmanach Millen suspended and Kilty's injured they go out in come McGowan and Burke so Colin Doyle's in goals Back four of Aaron McGowan, Kurt Broadfoot, Zech Medley and Brandon Hounstrup. Two sitting midfield players, Alan Power and Gary Dicker with Chris Burke, Rory McKenzie and Mitch Pinnock behind Kyle Lafferty as a lone striker. Danny Rogers, Callum Waters, Zeno, Ibsen, Rossi, Diagli, Dabo, Aaron Tishbola, Yusuf Malumbu, Brandon Pieric, Danny Whitehall and George Oakley are the subs. Not surprisingly, and Motherwell are unchanged. They go 4 3 3. Liam Kelly's in goal. Stephen O'Donnell captains the team. Tyler McLawyer, Ricky Lamy, and Jake Carroll at the back. Alan Campbell, Robbie Crawford, and Barry Maguire in midfield with Jordan Roberts, Devante Cole, and Tony Watt as the strikers. Peter Morrison, Dean Cornelius, Christopher Long, Beavis Mugabe, Stephen Lawless, Jake Hasty, Nathan McGinley, Declan Gallagher, and Liam Polworth are the subs. And the ref today at Rugby Park is Alan Muir. Graeme
1: Alexander, trying to make life even more difficult for Kilmarnock today. I think that'll be it. I think
9: uh, we've we've seen that in certainly in the uh, probably last five or six games that each game has been um, fiercely fought and and the the battle has been there to to overcome. And I, I don't think Saturday will be any different. I think um, we have to understand um, that we're still in a fight. That's the that's the biggest thing. Um, and we still have to fight to win points, and um, you know we can't let any team overcome us on fight and commitment and, uh, and work rate, um, which I felt a few weeks ago they did, um, but um, we can't let that happen again. But we know Kilman uh, want the points, but no more than what we want the points, that, that's how I see it, we need the points and want the points just as much as any other team.
1: Okay, so we've looked at the battle for top six. We've looked at the fight to escape relegation. What about the battle for third Livingston take on Hibbs today? David Friel's got an eye on that one.
6: Yeah, there won't be any top six drama here, Gordon, but it is still a huge match, as you say. You know, Livy secured the top half finish last week. David Martindale now wants fourth place. He wants that guaranteed European spot are six points behind Aberdeen, so a win today would be vital if they're going to get there. Um, once again in the Levy team, there's no place for Scott Robinson and it looks, given Davies' comments this week, that he's actually played his last game for the club. Not quite sure what's going on there but he's on the naughty step and he's nowhere to be seen. He's not even in the squad. So the jet leads the line for Livingston and they'll be looking to find a way past keeper Ophir Marciano, who's also on his way out of his club, Easter Road. Uh, sorry, Easter Road. I think Jack Ross is disappointed to lose. Uh, the big Israeli internationalist, but it's pretty amicable I think and he is in the team today for Hibs as you say it's all about third place Kevin Nisbet's in the team after his goal against Ross County last week and landing East Scotland call up he'll team up with uh, Steve Clark's side Steve Clark's squad tomorrow sorry and I'm sure he'll be out to make a, an impact here Hibs won last uh, 4-1 last time at the Tony Macaroni and here's a stat for you I know Roger's good for his stats if they win today it will be a club record 11th away win in a top flight season so there's all to play for, for Jack Ross's team I'll go through the Levy team first. There's, only, there's no changes, sorry, from last week's one over Hamilton. It's Robin McCrory and goals. Back four of Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater, John Guthrie and Jackson Longridge. Marvin Bartley, Jason Holt, Craig Simmold, Scott Pittman and Alan Forrest along the middle. And the Jet up front. Subs are Stryjek, McMillan, Ambrose, Serrano, Lawson, Mullen, Kabia Tiffany and Poplatnik. For Hibs, just that one change. Kevin Nesbitt comes in for Chris Cadden, So I think that means a change of formation, probably go back to a 4-3-3. Ophir Marciano in goals, Paul McGinn, Ryan Portis, Paul Hanlon, Josh Doig in, at the back. Joan Yule, Alec Gogic, Jackson Irvine in midfield with Christian Doyle, Martin Boyle and Kevin Nisbet up front. The subs are Hibs, Macy Gray, McGregor, Stevenson, Halberg, Alan Wright, McGinnis and Cadden. And the referee at the Tony Macaroni is Nick Walsh.
1: Uh, yeah, big game there at the Tony Macaroni Arena. Livingston up against Hibs there. The battle for third place is a fascinating one as well, Mark Wilson. Yeah, well, as I
3: mean, Hibs really have the chance uh, To to consolidate third place But Livingston, they must be looking up I mean, they had a disappointing spell But uh, things are looking up And realistic Their sights will be set in Aberdeen Uh, The Aberdeen game against Dundee United Will be an interesting one to see how they react To Derek McInnes not being there But David Martindale will have his eyes firmly fixed in fourth place
2: Complex characters, football players though Uh, You know, the Livy players get to establish The top six team last weekend Subconsciously Foot off the pedal Against Hibbs Do you think? No Surely not Hugh
4: No I think they've got, I've got I think they've got a great chance Of getting to Aberdeen Aberdeen are sort of um, You know just now With the fact that They've not got the manager Paul Shearer An old ex-player of mine That I signed it air Lovely lad Wish him all the best But um, I think Livingston Today if they could get a result And that's possible. Then I think they could put a lot of pressure on us. Absolutely,
2: must be people snoring all over that sun office in Glasgow when David Field turns to Roger Hanna and says, "Here's a stat for you." And then Roger Hanna turns (laughs) to David Field and says, "Here's a stat for you." And all you can hear is. On that note uh, We (laughs) will give you
1: team news From Dundee United Aberdeen very soon And as always at this time On a Saturday uh, We're going to take a look back On some of the biggest stories Of the week as well In fact let's do the team news first Shall we From Dundee United Against Aberdeen Dave Galloway Is watching that one
9: Thanks Gordon, clashes between these two teams are always keenly anticipated but of course there's plenty extra spice added to this encounter as Aberdeen get on with life after Derek McInnes whose eight years as manager came to an end when he departed nearly two weeks ago following a dreadful run of form. It'll be interesting to see if they get some sort of bounce under interim manager Paul Sheeran. United are wary of the possible don's danger but have held their opponents to two 0-0 draws so far this season and are fully focused on going one better today as they look to build on some good performances of late with a strong finish to the campaign. Dundee United make just the one change to their opening lineup. In comes Adrian Sporla in place of Nicky Clark. So it's Ben Segrist in goals. At the back, Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Mark Reynolds, and Jamie Robson. Looks like a diamond in midfield of Jean Do Fuchs, Callum Butcher, Ian Harks, and Adrian Sporla. Up top for United, Lawrence Shankland and Mark McNulty. Substitutes, Mehmet, Connolly, Clark, Hottie, Chammers, Bolton, Appery, Mikkelsen, and Kerr Smith. The Aberdeen side, well, that makes for interesting reading. Three changes for them, in come Conor McLennan, Dean Campbell, and for his debut, young left-back Jack McKenzie. Out, drop Dylan um, McGeoch, now McGinn and Callum Hendry. Looks like Aberdeen are reverting to a back four this afternoon. Joe Lewis in goals. In front of him, Tommy Hobin, Andy Considine, Ash Taylor and Jack McKenzie. Midfield, Ross McCrory, Lewis Ferguson, Dean Campbell and Johnny Hayes. With Conor McLennan playing off Florian Camberry up top. Substitutes for the Dons today, Woods, Hornby, Hendry, McGinn, McGeoch, Ross, Vertinen, Kennedy, and Ramsey and your match referee here at Sunny Tannadice. it's Greg Aitken thank you to Dave Galloway at
1: this time on a Saturday as we said we always look back on the week's biggest talking points we'll do that next
0: the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark
1: Wilson Hugh Evans, Gordon DL in the studio we've got the top team all around the grounds as well As we build up to a fantastic afternoon of Scottish football The return of League 1 and 2 Big games in the Championship, massive games in the Premiership Means we've got 19 fixtures in total in Scotland today So lots to look forward to But at this time on a Saturday afternoon We always open up the mics and take a look back at some of the week's biggest talking points Not only is this the week's biggest talking point by a mile um, It's possibly the most important talking point we've had on a Saturday afternoon for a long time. Uh, last night's show was dominated by calls of support to Glenn Kamara After what went on against Slavia Prague on Thursday evening That story has developed a little bit since last night Just shortly after we came off here A statement issued on behalf of Glenn Kamara Giving his version of events um, Repeating the racist phrase that is alleged to have been said in his ear And the statement says that The, the actions were deliberate and premeditated But it was loud enough for my teammate Zungu to hear what was said, uh, unfortunately, even more uh, images on social media. A banner held up by Slavia Prague fans um, with another racist phrase on it. Now their chairman has issued a statement saying he's ashamed of those fans. He calls it disgusting and pathetic. One thing's for certain, Roger Hanna, we've not heard the
8: end of it. And um, quite rightly too. Quite rightly too. And I think it's important to say, first of all, our thoughts are with Glenn Kamara and also Kemar Roof, who was subjected to vile racist trolling on Instagram I believe through the week um, we can only imagine the emotions that Glenn Kamara Kima Roof and some of our teammates have gone through in the last 48 hours um, vile disgusting racist insults to them and the football authorities and authorities in society need, need to act on this Gordon um, God alone knows what was going through Andre Cudela's mind as he cupped his, he stepped forward over a teammate, cupped his hand and whispered these vile insults into Glenn Kamara's ears. Um, Slavia Prague, for all the president this morning, might be branding the fans' banner disgusting and pathetic, which it is. Slavia Prague is a club have scarcely covered themselves in glory in the last 48 hours. My understanding is Police Scotland have absolutely no record of this criminal complaint they talk about, and the way they have defended their man in the last 48 hours is also disgusting and pathetic Um, UEFA need to look at this it's not the first time Slavia Prague have been immersed in this kind of complaint and it is not good enough as Stuart Robertson says in his statement yesterday from Rangers, this must not be brushed under the carpet and I think everyone in Super Scoreboard and everyone in Scottish football echoes that sentiment from Stuart Robertson this must not be brushed under the carpet
1: uh, before we go any further, something I want to do actually is play a clip from a caller last night The callers last night quite honestly were incredible The reaction to this was unbelievable on the show It was a show that I'll never forget Because it's very easy for me, Mark Wilson, Hugh Kevins, Gordon DL, Roger Hanna and all the guys uh, But let's be honest, we have no idea what this is like to be on the receiving end of We have no idea what it feels like, we can't even begin to imagine Um, But Abdul called in last night And he's a Celtic fan And and he can And I think the way he put it Is certainly worth repeating
8: This is bigger than the game Because see when he went over To tell him something With that remark You're not recognising him as a player You're not recognising him as a human being He's not just telling him that remark He's taking that for his mum, his dad And his children and his wife and, And everyone else so that, when someone says that remark to someone, it's not just you, you that's getting it. It's your children that's getting it at the same time. And still to this very day, it's still going on. When my kids went to school, I was dreading the day that my kids came to me and said, Dad, nah, somebody said this to me. And I'll, I'll say this right now as a Celtic die hard. I hope and pray that Slavia Prague get kicked out. And I, and I hope this happens. And if UEFA and FIFA get an ounce of integrity, they'll
1: use this. I mean, Fraser Wish that sums it up better than any of us could, I'm sure you'll agree.
7: Quite emotional Listen to that. I didn't listen to the show last night, uh, Gordon, but that is quite emotional Listen to that because, uh, you know, personally, and as part of the players' union, and even as a player as well, you know, players have got behind this, this, uh, this anti some campaigns for years and years. But to hear somebody like that, it's, 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 it's you feel hurt. In his voice and you could see it in Glenn Kamara's action and his reaction and then after the game with Steven Gerrard who has been wearing his show race of the red car badge for, for a long time and I uh, thought handled the whole situation very, very well and and we, we've had incidents in this country you know we, we shouldn't, uh, shouldn't brush that under the carpet as well but uh, sometimes when it happens not that it is right in fact it's entirely wrong it can be done in anger I think it was even more sinister about this was, it seemed to be planned and it was the calculated way the player walked over and he cupped his hand and then the smirk on his face afterwards as well and it was no wonder that the Rangers players uh, re- re- reacted. And I, I just wonder, looking at the Slavia Prague team, has black teammates, how does he walk into dressing the following day and speak to his, his teammates uh, feeling that way? So, like everybody, you know, I think across this show, across Scottish football, Thoughts, of course, about Glenn Kamara and, and, and uh, you know the, the anger and the reaction he had and the emotions he had and the way that he was made to feel should never happen on a field of play ever again. And it's uh, down to you, UEFA. You have to investigate this thoroughly. And uh, and we certainly are in full support of, of Glenn Kamara.
1: Yeah, I mean, PFA Scotland issued a statement yesterday, didn't they? And I know in your role there, Fraser, you will then at times meet up with counterparts from other countries, and be involved in various things, is there an appetite, or, or is the appetite to take this stuff seriously, as strong as it should be in your mind?
7: Uh, well, I think it has got to be dealt with stronger, I mean, I've, I've said for many years in this country, we, we don't deal with strict liability of supporters as well, you know, but when it happens on the field of play, there's, there's something there that needs to be, to be looked at a bit more seriously as well, because it doesn't happen too often, thankfully, on the field of play, but when it does like this, it's, it's just horrible sick to my stomach the other night watching watching that game and you know football has made progress since i was a player but uh, there's a long way to go in society why do we know all the problems with the the right wing of, of politically as well so people think it's okay to say these things it is absolutely not and, and as a players union we speak to colleagues across Europe and, and, and the world on a regular basis and the show race on the red card that started in Newcastle was was driven forward by Tony Higgins, my predecessor on this job as well, It's now a worldwide brand and the players unions across the, the world and FIFA the world players union as well will, will be fully behind Glenn Kamara as, as, as well so yes, players associations are just appalled by, by what goes on sometimes in, in, in some parts of the world And uh, sadly It's it's reached our shores uh, This week
1: That's not to belittle Any of this stuff at all Of course not at All well intentioned All very important David Friel But you know Connor Goldson for instance Yesterday summed it up Better than we ever could Talking about Kind of token gestures And empty gestures You, you just wonder if they're and it's not to say that the Glen Kamara incident is more important than any other incident that's happened previously, but you just wonder if one day we'll get that, that watershed moment, that one incident that that sparks a real reaction, a real change.
6: Yeah, and I think as Faisal's saying, though, it wasn't even as if it was said in the heat of the moment or anything, it was cold calculating, you know, the way Cadella just walked over to to Glen Kamara, and I think Stephen Jeller spoke really, really well, and I think he's obviously giving Glen a lot of support, and I thought Connor Goldson's stuff yesterday was really, really powerful, and it was, you know... I think it has to be over at UEFA now, Gordon. You know, it's not good enough to do the, the kick it out campaigns and the respect campaigns. What what's the point of that if you aren't going to punish players, if you aren't going to punish clubs for for moments like this that you know just leaves everybody sick? I think, and you know, UEFA really need to stroll. And, and, and well done to Rangers for shining the light on this in terms of going and asking for UEFA to you know to really go and. Punish somebody Whether it's Cadela himself Whether it's Slavia or Prague Because it can't go on It can't be allowed to go on
1: Yeah, Mark Wilson I'm, I'll repeat it over and over again Because it's very important We we can't pretend to know How Glenn Kamara feels um, But j- Purely from An ex-professional footballer Who used to go to his work On the football pitch And, and, and sort of seeing the reaction of Firstly Glenn Kamara when, when he hears it And you see his face change And then, as as the frustration, the anger builds, and then when he's pictured as after the game or a bit later on, like feel, like hugging Steven Gerrard, as, as if he just really needed somebody to yeah. be there for him. Um, how was to watch. listen. It was it
3: was emotional to watch, and you know, shocking at the same time that something like that is is happening. And in such a season where where players do take the knee, and there has been solidarity, you know, and and try to drive this out the game. I think David makes a a great point there with UEFA. And players holding up these red cards in the line-ups And messages being put out on their their websites What is the point if they aren't going to punish something as blatant as what we've seen on Thursday night? And I think the punishment has got to be so severe that it just deters it ever happening again And listen, they've had opportunities in the past and they've never done it We just hope that... You know they they do the right
1: thing this time. You you just wonder what what the fear is and why that doesn't happen. It's oh. it's not like it's not like you can really overreact in a situation like this. We've mentioned it last night. UEFA are very quick to hand out punishments when you breach any sort of commercial agreement or put a sponsorship logo out that, that shouldn't be there, and lots of people would see that as an overreaction. You, you you can't really overreact to this. So why why that that seeming difference between the way that they. Feel about commercial breaches versus things like this
2: What took place at Ibrooks on Thursday night Was an affront to decency UEFA's reaction to racism Is an affront to natural justice Racism within football Is an inconvenient truth for them Morality is a poor runner-up To practicality for UEFA They do not react in the appropriate manner They do not punish clubs with the ultimate sanction of expulsion from the tournament. So something has to happen if we are to move the case of Glenn Kamara and players like Glenn Kamara forward. Either high-profile football clubs will have to walk off the park and challenge UEFA to do something about it, or UEFA will have to develop a social conscience and realise that what took place at Ibrox was an affront to decency In terms of
1: what happens next Roger Hanna Glenn Kamara I assume Will take part for Rangers tomorrow We hope obviously that he's in a good enough place to do so And gets back out there to, to sort of doing what he focuses on usually um, UEFA have launched an investigation Into what they call incidents at Ibrox Again Slavia doubling down And repeating calls for you know, police complaints that have apparently been handed in about an alleged assault in the tunnel, accusing rangers of being, you know, premeditated on that front as well, and covering up CCTV cameras or whatever in the tunnel area. So, how do you see this one playing out from here?
8: Well, you, you mentioned the phrase there, Gordon. You know, will we see a watershed moment? Let's make this the watershed moment in football's fight against racism. Um, you spoke about this incident being an affront to decency. He's correct. But those of us interested in decency are speaking with one voice in the last 48 hours, led by Glenn Kamara, powerful words in the statement released via his lawyer Anwar last night, powerful words in the statement of Fraser released with PFA Scotland yesterday, hugely powerful words from Abdul on the show last night, no, no one could listen to that and not be touched by what he said, so It's now time for UEFA to react. Someone was telling me yesterday, if you remember back two or three years, you're talking about players walking off. Some of the England players were ready to walk off the pitch when they were being subjected to racist insults in Bulgaria. UEFA fined the Bulgarians less than Huddersfield were fined for wearing Paddy Power shirts and an advertising gimmick. So that shows you how much attention UEFA paid to this scourge on football and this scourge in society. And it's now time for everyone to turn up the heat on UEFA and get them to treat this properly. Otherwise, there will never be a watershed moment and that would be tragic.
1: Well said. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, As Roger referenced, Abdul was just one of many last night. Actually, Um, if you've got a bit of spare time, do yourself a favor, go and download that podcast because those guys, Abdul and many many others like him, put it far better than any of us could. So check that out on the podcast. We will leave it there. A hugely important topic, which I'm sure will come up again in the near future. But for now, it's Saturday afternoon. We're 20 minutes away from kickoff. We've got huge games in the Premiership, big games in the Championship. And after 12 long weeks, the returns of Scottish Leagues 1 and to 19 fixtures in total. We won't go around all those grounds, but we'll go around some of them next. Time.
0: The winning team, all season long. This is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL In the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds As well It clearly is the business end of the season No doubt about that We're looking to settle the top six today Will big strides be made In the bid for survival And the challenge for third place uh, We will find out Between now and five o'clock And as always uh, Delighted to championship games this afternoon And a nice Return of Leagues 1 and Leagues 2 Let's start going back around the grounds Let's recap those teams Alison Conroy for Hamilton St Mirren Because St Mirren They're the team very much in the driving seat
5: yeah, for Hamilton, first of all, the home team, it'll be Ryan Fulton in goal, a back three of Brian Easton, Arne Martin and Scott McMahon. Midfield five, Ben Sterling, Hakeem Adolphin, Ross Callaghan, Scott Martin and Lee Hodson. Up top four Akies, it'll be Bruce Anderson, Callum Smith, the bench, Gurley, Scully, Trafford, Hughes, Stanger, Mimno, Moyo, Monroe, and Redfern. For St Mirren this afternoon, Jack Anakin goal, back three, Marcus Fraser, Conor McCarthy and Joe Shocknessy. In the midfield, Richard Tate, Jamie McGrath, Kyle McAllister, Jake Doyle-Hayes and Ilkay Dermis. Up top for St Mirren, Lee Erwin and John Obika On the bench, Linus, Mason, Flynn, McPherson, Finlayson, Reid, Conley, Erahon, and Henderson. And your referee is Don Robertson. I
1: mean, Mark Wilson, St Mirren are very much in the driving seat to the extent that even a defeat might be okay They might be able to lose today and finish top six But you just know oh. the way Psychology of a football fan works Those St Mirren fans will be dreading it But they are they are very much the favourites You just somehow don't see it that way When you're in this situation
3: Well and especially when you're going to Hamilton A Hamilton team who are experts at this time of the season uh, Putting together some wins when they're least expected Like, But Jim will go there knowing what he has to do I think he's assembled a very good squad Who have shown they're capable of dealing with, with high pressure games in the past And if you're a St Mirren fan right now It's a good pressure to have Jim mentioned that His time at the club They were scrapping at the bottom And the pressure of relegation battles Are so intense That I'm sure the St Mirren fans Are sitting there thinking We've had worse times than this But what an achievement it'll be If they if they manage to clinch it today I
4: think, I think we're looking at drama today, Gordon. I really do I'm going to build this right up um, Can I you think, try
1: and sound A bit more exciting you know, I think we're
4: going to get Drama today Gordon I'm going to build this up I just look at <laughs> Hamilton and and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I put a different voice on Ronald I, I, uh, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think it will be A very difficult game For St. Mann Because I I expect St. Johnston In the mm. form they're in The confidence of winning the cup as well uh, To win that game Against Ross County and if you look at the goal difference There's only a goal of difference between yeah. the two So I think St Myrne To cement it obviously I've got to win I think that's got to be a difficult task well, We're looking forward to it
2: Hugh Yeah these days are always famous for a twist of fate here and there Something I guarantee you Something will happen this afternoon that you did not expect uh, And it might be the Aki's getting going,
1: I thought you were going to say you might get an Aka up
2: Well no I mean that's Unthinkable Foolish Foolish Yeah it's the impetuosity of youth, <laughs> you you had there, uh, but something peculiar will happen. Uh, it's tales of the unexpected on the thirty third game of the season, uh, and it might be. And I hope it's not because I have a very very high regard for Jim Goodman, but it might be at that old Fountain of Youth Stadium. Um. And
1: when Ross County are involved Roger Hanna, you never quite know because they've had some famous victories so far under John Hughes and they've had some rubbish defeats as well.
8: Yeah, you never quite know and I think that's the problem. John Hughes never quite knows either what he's going to get from this Ross County side. He said as much himself, but in fairness to them, three wins out of the last six games have um, just given them a little bit of breathing space above... Hamilton and Kilmarnock and all you can ask you know, when John Hughes comes in I think you were taken this scenario six games to go this one at Perth this afternoon and then five after the split against those teams round about, round about them whatever happens today they will still have a little bit of breathing room above Hamilton and Kelly and I think Yogi would settle for that get into the last five games and then it's up to County just to, to try and find enough points post split to once again stay in the league
1: and White Mackay help front again what could possibly go wrong
8: Listen, they've done well I don't need to tell yourself in the dazzler Jordan White didn't pull up many trees In a a brief and inglorious spell at Motherwell But he he just seems to like the Highlands Um, Did well at Inverness To get his move to Motherwell in the first place He's gone back up there to County And along with Billy Mackay Who, if you remember, wasn't really a regular at all In the Ross County side this season First half of the season it was Ross Stewart Then when Ross Stewart moved in January to Sunderland Ollie Shaw came into the team And it's only in the last few weeks That White and Mackay have got together um, Jordan White of course famed for the winner against Celtic Neil Lennon's last game in charge but uh, as well as that he's put in good performances consistently alongside Mackay and if they get the goals to keep Ross County in the division they will be long remembered in Dingwall
1: The goal last week was the perfect example wasn't it? it? was the big man little man partnership Gordon flick on from Jordan White and fired in by yeah, Billy Mackay
4: I, I like that partnership I really do sometimes it's you have to go to a different mm. club But uh, Roger's right uh, White and Motherwell Wasn't very good Gordon He didn't have an impact at all But sometimes you go to a club You get a regular game You get the right partner there The right style of football mm. And it clicks for you But I think that's a big ask for him to do. A lot of
1: excitement about the Scotland squad this weekend uh, This week, Fraser Wish A lot of excitement A lot of debate And very interested in your team news today Which sees Declan Gallagher once again on the bench for Motherwell Now in isolation you can understand it Because Graham Alexander is simply Keeping faith with the guys that have got some decent results um, Over the piece But with the Euros fast approaching I wonder how Declan Gallagher feels about this
7: Yeah, well, and, uh, World Cup ties I think we forget we're focusing on the Euros for Scotland But uh, World Cup qualifiers starting in the next couple of weeks as well And I think it's about seven and a half weeks Since he actually played a full 90 minutes, and he's come off the bench a couple of times in the last few weeks, but uh, Alexander stopped stuck by McGloir and Lamy, who've done well in recent weeks as well, so that's an interesting question for for Steve Clark because he, he, he does have players who've come back in, Jack Henry, he's got Grant Hanley as well, and one to two others, but Gallagher's done so well for Scotland that uh, he's become an important player in the middle of that back three, so when a player's not particularly match fit, do you play him? We have got three games as well, so we will rotate his squad, but uh, that's a question for for stevie clark and uh, he'll be probably listening in as well looking at his, his old team uh, how they play against motherwell today and uh, you know looking at the table 35 points motherwell have got just now so they're pretty safe but to usually you need to get to 34 35 to finish 10th and to get there they'd have to win kilmarnock three games and draw one to get to th- uh, their last six games I and mean, you haven't won in 10 it's very difficult to see how they get out of this So this is a big day you know. If, if Aki's pull off a victory and, and Ross County maybe get a point or victory as well And on don't, they are in big, big trouble So I think it's a big, big game today for Kelly
1: um, David feel I bumped into a Hibs player the other day I noticed he's on the bench I won't name him because he was um, telling us Just how confident he was of uh, finishing third would, would it now be seen as a, a big disappointment for Hibs If they couldn't go and finish that off Given the advantage they've got at this stage?
6: Yeah, I, th- I think so. You know, six points ahead with six games to go. Aberdeen losing their manager interim manager in Charles. I think if Hibbs blow it now, it would, you know, it would be a huge disappointment. I think they have been the third best team in the country and this season. As I said, talk about the stats earlier on. You know, this would be an eleventh away win, which is remarkable consistency. And they won four one here the last time, but then Livingston beat them three at Easter Road the last time there. So the kind of games have been topsy turvy between the two teams. I think Kevin is but it's a big day for him and a big weekend for him. You know, teaming up with the Scotland squad as well. I do think he deserves his chance. In the squad ahead of Long Shank on the league, I think it's time for him to go and show how, show what he can do at that level. But you know he's back in the team, and Jack Ross will be expecting big things from him today.
1: Yeah, that's the exciting added excitement, David, of this time of this season because these guys have got club job club jobs to do, and that's the priority. But we are now talking about, oh, right Declan Gallagher's on the bench. What does that mean for next week? What does it mean for the Euros? Um, Is Lee Griffiths going to start playing for Celtic Kevin Nisbet gets his first call up He plays for Hibbs, And the list is going to go on For every good performance that David Turnbull puts in The questions as to why he's not in the squad Will intensify And there's a long list of players that fall into that category
6: Yeah, exactly And anybody with a kind of knowledge of the Scotland national team In recent years It's not as if they'll just say Oh, well, get in the squad for the next one Because the next one could be another 20 years away Let's hope not But yeah, this is a huge, huge incentive for all these players And as you say, you know, We spoke to David Turnbull yesterday and he sounded really disappointed, but he also said, I just need to work harder. I just need to try and make that squad. I'm sure Lee Griffiths, Long Shankland, Ollie Burke, other guys that have been left out will be feeling the same, but Kevin Nisbet's got the slot. He's got a chance to go and impress Steve Clark. Right now, he's in pole position
1: to make that squad. Dundee United, Aberdeen is your other Premiership offering. Um, Who's the interim manager Of Aberdeen You were asked it And beat the pundit Let's see if you remember Yeah
4: it's Barry uh, Barry Robson And Paul Sheeran Sheeran. Both of them are shearing 50-50 So that gives me I told you Half
2: past one Today in the office Shut up you I'm not listening Um,
4: (laughs) But um, Mark said there He's played in a few of these These are usually Decent games Gordon I think So Big day for Aberdeen Because I think they've got to win If they've got any chance to third Because I do fancy Hibs today at Livingston
1: I just wonder some somewhere out there Hugh If the next Aberdeen manager is watching on today If he's going to subscribe yeah. on a pay-per-view basis And watch the game and see what he's letting himself in for Whoever that may be well, I don't know, is Scott Brown yeah. Has he got his feet up ahead of tomorrow? Is he still pondering uh, a potential move oh, to well, join the coaching staff?
2: First of all, Dave Cormack hinted That it was going to be Stephen Glass And Stephen Glass hinted That if he got the job He wanted Scott Brown with him Now it's all gone quiet On the Stephen Glass front Dave Cormack uh, addressed The Aberdeen Nation On uh, the club's TV channel During the week And said there was no Outright favourite for the job Right now So that puts uh, Scott Brown's future uh, In question uh, With regard to a move to Aberdeen Stephen Glass may be in charge Of the reserve team At Atlanta uh, and it could be that he's staying there, and I still do not discount. Since Sir Alex is now advising uh, Dave Cormack in all matters relative to Aberdeen, I do not discount Darren Ferguson at Peterborough.
1: Right, yeah, Roger Hannah, I know you will be all across this type of stuff. What do you make of the way that story is developing, or not, as the case may be?
8: Um, I would still suspect Stephen Glass is red hot favourite for the Reds' job. Um, he's in Atlanta at the minute. Um, He couldn't come over if he wanted, just with the COVID restrictions, he would need to self-isolate, etc. I don't think Aberdeen are in any huge rush to make an appointment, Um, but I would fancy that that Stephen Glass will be the next Aberdeen manager. Um, If he's not, then it is really a wide open job and you couldn't rule Darren Ferguson out for a moment he's doing a terrific job again at Peterborough he's in the brink of taking them out of League One into the Championship for the third time uh, which in itself is quite a remarkable achievement uh, it would be fascinating to see how he would do in Scottish football he's done very very well at other clubs he's been like likes of Doncaster he was a spell at Preston as well down south so he knows football um, he's well connected as you can imagine and it would be one who would excite Aberdeen supporters I think that said if you can get a team together a management team together of Stephen Glass Scott Brown and the England striking coach Alan Russell then that will probably excite Aberdeen fans as well and if you look at the results recently haven't there a lot to get excited about this year
1: uh, David feel if that does happen then, the Stephen Glass part of it, what's the likelihood in your mind that Scott Brown joins him?
6: I think Scott Brown has the biggest decision in his career to make because he's probably got a job for life at Celtic if he wants. He could probably get another, well, he's, there's a, a contract on the table if he wants to play for another year as well. But, you know... Who's going to be the Celtic manager? Who's going to be director of football? Do they want him? Do they want him to be a coach? Do they want him just to kind of play in the periphery? Do they want him to be a regular? All those questions just now can't be answered. So if Stephen Glass gets a job soon, I think he will eventually be the Aberdeen manager. Then I think Scott Brown is a massive decision to make. And right now, I think it's probably 50 50.
1: Massive games across the divisions today. The three o'clock kickoffs are just around the corner. We'll bring you them next.
0: The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: And we are underway on a Saturday afternoon Big games across all the divisions in the SPFL So good to have Leagues 1 and 2 back after three months off uh, I don't know if the players will be saying that after half an hour When they're blown out their backsides, <laughs> Gordon DL But we will find out How is the
2: ACA looking, Hugh Kevens Here is the way to ruin your day Have a bet on these Hamilton Ackies versus St Mirren A draw Kilmarnock versus Motherwell An away win Livingston versus Hibbs An away win St Johnston versus Ross County A home win
1: So St Johnston to finish top 6 Yes At St Mirren's expense Twist of
2: fate Twist of fate And finally Dundee United versus Aberdeen A draw
3: Okay. Oh, well Dramma. I think St Mirren Will finish in the top 6 I think they'll beat Hamilton today I think it'll be a draw at Rugby Park I think Hibs will beat Livy St Johnson will beat Ross County And Aberdeen will beat Dundee United
1: Hugh Keevans Even by your own standards this is good
0: Goal Flashes <laughs> With Top Scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs
1: Kilmarnock won Motherwell nil And it's Kyle Lafferty <laughs> It was the signing made Hoping to make the difference He's banged one in from 25 yards Inside the opening exchanges And it's Kilmarnock won
2: Motherwell nil Got the L If you're going yeah, to lose a yeah. goal <laughs> Hugh,
4: hold on a minute Hamilton St Myrna to draw Kilmarnock to one. Lafferty to score early <laughs> Hibbs to one. St Johnston to one. Dundee United, Aberdeen, Aberdeen to 1. So you've got St Johnson top six as well? Yes. St Mirren's I expense. told you there'd be drama this afternoon. <laughs> All right, mm. okay. Um,
1: well, we do have a goal already, and it's Kyle Lafferty's goal for Kilmarnock against Motherwell. That'll settle the
3: nerves, won't it? Oh, it certainly will. And uh, Tommy Wright badly needed that. And when you look at the run Kelly have been on, you know, they quite often fell behind in those games. And when you're down there and you fall behind, it drains your confidence even more. So to get an early goal, Um, To put you in the front foot right away Is imperative And Kyle Lafferty You know Spoke about him in the show Was he Would he be a good signing I think he's made a positive impact Mark
4: You're no better named in the studio What like is that As a manager You have your last team talk don't lose anything early, <laughs> and you look at your players going out there. They've obviously not even switched well, it on. it Not if so he's, much if, he can he's, can
1: if he's banged one in from twenty-five yards, yeah. and there's not much you can do. But they yeah, can be. get we'll a
2: goalkeeper
4: to save that. We'll need to look
2: at look at it back. <laughs> Tommy that. Burns always used to say to me, "The last thing you tell them is the first thing they forget when they get out there."
1: Do you know what I've noticed actually? And it, I've now I've made the connection. I've been looking at you for weeks, Mark Wilson. Something, yeah, uh, uh, your, your hair. You've got the same lockdown hair as Tommy Wright That's it i figured <laughs> it out It's taken me ages to figure out who it is But it's Tommy Wright Tommy You Wright, and Tommy I have got the See the bits over uh, the ears You and that, Tommy Wright have got, got think same thing personalities as well the the lockdown he gone for, no, what, uh,
2: what did Gordon DL call my hair? Who did he say it made me look like today? Ken Barlow out of
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's a spin image I was looking him side on And I'm thinking There's Ken Barlow sitting there <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got goals going in down the divisions. I love it. We've not been able to say this for a while. Elgin 0, Edinburgh City 1. I've never been so delighted to see an oh. Edinburgh City goal. Josh Campbell Yeah inside uh, three minutes. Y- you know, interesting about Edinburgh,
3: just uh, reading about their change of kind of direction, where mm-hmm. James Donahue had gone upstairs. It was his decision, apparently, to go upstairs and bring in um, Gary Naismith. Naismith. Yeah. Um, so interesting. But Who'd your look- old team
4: got today? Sterling Albion away No Dunbarn I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs>
1: for, for, for Um Hugh Before they conceded the goal um, And perhaps something that actually puts the football into perspective An interesting statement from Motherwell's just gone up oh. And it says enough is enough Our players will no longer take the knee Instead yep. we're taking a stand against racism And the lack of action being taken to fight
2: it uh, I think that's an excellent move um, I applaud Alan Burrows and everyone at Motherwell uh, for that decision because it's become a token gesture. Conor Goldson yesterday said it's not making any difference. He doesn't believe that anything will make any difference to eradicate racism within football. However, this has become an empty gesture. We need not hollow words, not hollow gestures. We need... Someone to put the squeeze on UEFA and challenge them. Why is morality a runner-up to practicality for you? Why is football Hmm. about money and the big competitions and nothing about looking after the players who are being dealt with in an insensitive and inhumane way? Dundee United have done the same. So they say they're taking a stand with Glenn Kamara no longer...
1: Um, Taking the knee You know it's bad that Motherwell Gordon They've conceded a goal Before they even put up Their pre-match squad picture On Twitter That's just gone up They're already 1-0 down Um, And by the way You're right What is it? Goalie Who? Should have saved it I don't
4: like goalkeepers (laughs) There should be no place This is the week That
1: we had callers On this show saying Liam Kelly should be In the Scotland squad He's been brilliant For Motherwell And he has But maybe not today
4: Well He's been caught cold Gordon um obviously his preparation before the game's not been the greatest and we should have a word with him about that. But you're right, he's been in terrific form since he came up. You've got to say that. He's people that have been on this phone in, shouting for him to be in the Scotland squad, but uh, he's made one today. Um go that's what happened to goalkeeper Tell me breaking. I'm not no, even. No, no, lo- no, that's
1: not breaking. Welcome back to the lower leagues, Hugh Kevens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> leagues <laughs> leagues one and two have been off uh, for three months. Kyle Turner has had enough. Four minutes in, <laughs> And he's been sent off for Airdrie oh, He wasn't there when you two muppets were in no, charge, was he? No, he's had no.
3: four minutes of madness, just running about. <laughs> <My> All <laughs> the frustration <laughs> came out in him, and he's off. Here but,
2: shower. Wow. Well, you know that—that's the thing. You know that, that if the emotions are running high, that was the other tremendous quote from Connor Goldson. This is
1: it, by the way, even more. This is Airdrie debut. Oh, no, no. He's just four
2: <sighs> minutes in. Oh, yeah, when Conor Goldson said that after the uh, incident involving Glenn Kamara, it it felt. A way that he'd never felt before On a football pitch He wanted to hurt someone
1: Yeah but with all due respect I get that I'm not too sure about This is my debut for Airdrie I've not played for three months So I better put my mark down Well he's <laughs> overexcited Anyway Kyle Turner mark, the, the earliest of baths
2: I can't help but feel That the two community taxpayers In Motherwell Have taken a profoundly Dark view of Motherwell losing a goal in the first minute. Well, I mean, I there's still 89 minutes to play. I thought you
4: were
1: going to say it was a dark view on all things Airdrie because you oh, might no. be onto something there as well. Right, mm. let's do this, Hugh, before we get distracted even further. Or Ken Barlow, should we call you? here? Uh, ready? Uh, let's go.
0: The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals pull out plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column.
2: Since season 2015-2016 Only seven players have scored six or more penalties In a single Scottish Premiership season Name them Since season 2015-2016 Only seven players have scored six or more penalties In a single Scottish Premiership season Who are they? What a question that is At Clyde SSB Get your answers in You need
1: to put all of the answers on one tweet Send it to at Clyde SSB And if you want to win, you need to do it quicker than everyone else. What about one of these for you?
0: Goal flashes. With Top Scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs
1: Kilmarmock won Motherwell yeah. won And it's Barry Maguire Doesn't score many But he has found The back of the net early on There was a rebounded shot It fell to him He made no mistake If his goalie was caught cold earlier Well Barry Maguire Might just have dug him out I mean, one Motherwell one. You see what I mean? The mood just lifted you oh, In the studio Oh, oh yee yeah, of little faith. Believe me, this the mood in here will only lift when Sterling Albion go one up on breaking <laughs> oh, <that's
3: laughs> get the party poppers out.
1: That's when yeah. we get the mood. And oh, I'll
3: see this the the guy with the same hairdo as me, Tommy Wright, will be fuming <laughs> because you know the pressure lifts a bit. He's under mm. such intense pressure. Kyle Lafferty puts one. And uh, from 25 yards You're thinking This is the start Of a good afternoon And you only last Seven minutes Before you can see it again It's
1: it's a story yeah, I Speaking it? of lookalikes I, did, I meant to ask you This earlier on Did you Were you Outside my Sort of street last night Did I see you When I was driving home From Super Scoreboard About half eight No 25 no, to nine Definitely no, not Not gully no. it, lo- it looked really like you
4: Absolutely not No me. definitely not
1: Outside your street Yeah just you know On the ma- that kind of main road The sports centre
4: Dangerous Going you know,
1: about that <laughs> You should was you no, 100%
2: you, it, su- wasn't you
1: Last night I was driving home right now. Please was... tell me you're beating the horn at me <laughs> No i um, Well i uh, You'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. So driving home last night, probably thinking about the show. um, Of course, I was completely focused on the road, as you should be at all times. But I was getting to that stage where maybe my mind was starting to wander a little bit. Right, and for people who are familiar with the the old kind of Ravenscraig up that direction in Motherwell, bit quiet. It was dark. There was no (laughs) one around. And I was just going through the motions, I'm about to get home, and next thing this guy appears in the middle of the road with his trousers at his ankles.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh that time, Yeah I wish <laughs> <you'd>... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bottle, about half bottle, eight. bottle of Buckfast in <laughs> hand <No laughs> Shaking his backside at, at Right Right, 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 right But I was I, I was doing like 30 40 miles an hour oh. And I thought That's what you do <laughs> I'm going to be so hung over For Super Scoreboard to run <laughs> Oh no I mean, Honestly just, yeah, yeah In the I, middle of the road Yep Do you give them a toot I was so shocked, like, because uh, I, I didn't really know what was happening.
4: See, I, see, see, if you pass somebody with a Bolly bucket with their I, trousers down, would you give them a hundred oh, tw- <laughs> percent?
3: <laughs> oh, that's a mm-hmm. well kind of deal for you. Oh. oh, no,
1: it's a lovely part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> characters, <laughs> that that's what right. smashing Character, oh, yeah. that's, Character what, that's what we're all about. All right, get your answers in to that teaser. I will do a bit more digging to find out if that was indeed Gordon DL or not. It just <laughs> the, the type of tracks at bottoms on that I've seen you wear. Old <laughs> PE teacher ones. <laughs> uh, um, anything early to tell us about Hamilton, St Mirren Remember this is one of them We're not, We need to look at that And St Johnson, Ross County As it stands Many times will we say that oh. St Mirren will finish top 6 But it's early on
3: Well I, I know it's not You know a title decider or anything But do you think Jim Goodwin Will be kept aware Of what's happening At St Johnson Bound to be Yeah <laughs> you, you would think so I, I, You have played in uh, at Dundee United side who were trying to get to the top six pretty similar to where St Mirren were because years before we were always in kind of relegation battles and just scraping our way out of trouble Ian McCall came in kind of turned things around and were battling for the top six and we, we get to the end of the season where it's splitting you know uh it was such a big deal to the club for, for finances and for the players because we would Born be to going see. to Celtic Park and, uh, uh, the bonuses <laughs> were <Yeah>. good <goodness laughs> <laughs> try, try and make that <laughs> football related <laughs> exactly. to But the bonuses the were was brilliant good. And I tell you what We went to Fir Park And won, one 1-0 I scored actually Left foot and I knew the, this story was going uh, somewhere sounds <laughs> unlikely <laughs> Yeah And, and, <laughs> and the feeling after it was amazing Just for finishing top six Didn't win a trophy You know Nothing like that But finishing top six Near the, the end
4: of that split I think, it's, amazing. I, I think it would be Bragging rights for Tony Fispar. I've got to say, I love Tony. I think he's one of the nicest guys in football. And he's quite right to come out there and back his team. They fought relegation last season. He was talking about we're a top six team. He believed in his manager. He believed in the recruitment. And there's a great opportunity for him to show a lot of people they were wrong in their opinion. Um, So, uh, listen, I wish him all the best, but I've just got a fancy today. This is a real difficult game. I do fancy St Johnson mm. against Ross County So I hope I'm wrong I really do You
2: know within the last 20 years Livingston have won a major trophy Beat Hibs in the League Cup final uh, St Mirren have won a major trophy Beat Hearts in another Unbelievable League Cup final But for those two clubs To be 5th and 6th in the league Going into the split That's a big deal That's a really big deal Because they're working on a shoestring And for them to be top six. I think it is in terms of prestige, it's huge.
1: Yep, I mean there are there are other similar size clubs that haven't even been out of the top flight in the last thirty five years or so. But we'll leave that for later, <laughs> and we can we can get we can get in back mind. to that um, a bit later on if if we're struggling for things to talk about. Um, right, Hugh, here's the you know we like to throw a wee, wee discussion out there, a wee topic. I thought we would pay tribute to leagues one and leagues two. Yeah. And Queens Park because. Yeah. The resumption of football in the lower leagues this weekend means Queen's Park get to run out at their famous old home one more time against Genraire today. And after that, they're gone. Queen's Park leaving Hamden. A long and historic relationship comes to an end. So I want to pay tribute to Leagues 1 and 2. Have you got a soft spot for any clubs in Leagues 1 and 2? And if so, why? I'm looking for your quirks, your stories... Your memories Whether it's a family connection Whether it's a mad day out you had At an away venue Whatever it may be Which of the League 1 or League 2 clubs in Scotland Have you got a soft spot for And why? Because I'm aware that most of our listeners Will be top flight fans That's absolutely fine But which clubs in League 1 and 2 Have you got a soft spot for And why? But the story with Queen's Park in Hamden today Hugh One of Scottish football's Great old quirks isn't it?
2: It's a landmark day Historical day uh, it was a great time for me when I was a kid but, You know, a very exciting time You know, Hibs won the Cup in 1902 <laughs> And then in 1903 uh, Queen's Park moved to the stadium We now know as the National Stadium Who did they beat in their very first game At Hamden in 1903? Celtic, 1-0 Was that uh, a good game? Yeah, it was uh, the, the weather was a bit iffy But <laughs> it, it, it was a good game um, And now It would be nice For The Spiders to finish at Hamden with a win over Stranraer They started with a win, it'd be nice if they finished with a win. And then 118 years of history would come to an end. Uh, and I wish them well today. Big
4: ambitions at Queen's Party got to say. Full time, peace paying decent money now, decent manager. They want to get out of their divisions. They want to start climbing up these leagues, Gordon. Um, I think it's a great move for them. Mm-hmm. Leicester Hamden's a terrific place to go t- Martin and I were talking about it we've both played there it's a big pitch good pitch as well mm-hmm. uh, so good facilities um, so uh, we wish them all the best Falkirk 1 Montrose nil.
1: remember since we're talking lower leagues these guys are back with the, at least an 18 game season to, to work towards but they want to make it 22 they're hopefully going to split after 18 games play four more uh, and round it off and dish out the prizes if you like after 22 But that's going to lead to an unbelievable schedule Between now and then Some of the clubs are talking about sort of Seven games in 14 days That sort of thing For part-time players who've got, got jobs And who've not played in the last three months So it's going to be quite something And we're asking you Since Leagues 1 and Leagues 2 are returning And since Queen's Park are moving out of Hamden, Which bottom tier or League 1 and 2 club Have you got a soft spot for And Why? I don't just want a name. I, I'm looking for some good stories here. There must be something. There must oh. be something
4: in it. My off spot. who are not no longer there now. He's sterling. When I um, so that's just a different like question. <laughs> no, oh, but they, they were a lower. I mean, they're not now. I know, but It was my. i still class them as. <laughs> Very low. He just made up the league. He kind of just added. He the league. <laughs> Mind your uh, third, third Hold, on, line hold on on. <laughs> They were in the league when I had a soft spot for the Right. The, what the good thing about
1: that suggestion is Gordon Dale has now set the bar on the floor. That's the worst answer, and yours can only get better. Leagues one and two clubs. Um, the let me clarify that they need to actually be a League One or League Two club. Do you but still do you, you still
2: class Harold Wilson as the prime minister?
1: I played for them too. You know. here right. so we go. Scott Nichols got a soft spot for Breakin <laughs> I really hoped it would be Mark Wilson related right. But he just says Because we went to When Rangers played them And the ball got stuck in the hedge What a party that day And he's a soft spot For Beacon yeah. ever uh, since He's a big part They yeah. might not be a League 2 Club for much longer
4: mm. yeah. As I said to you the other night If you'd have just Got one result One result Where would you be Just now You'd be at Stirling. You'd still be there Yeah Close, closer
1: to the house Than here as that well would have been You saved road.
4: your job When the league finished Early Great news for you The, <laughs> get, the yeah, problem listen, was It started back again Listen got Sacked in the winter months I'm <laughs> the <they're> stupid <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get in this studio Where new, it's nice
4: and warm Get my new tracksuit First <laughs> and then I get sacked <laughs> <laughs> my, like,
3: Listen my soft spot is My old club Dumbarton the run, Sons I of the Rock Yeah Jim Duffy yeah. connection Jim as well Jim Duffy I think connection connected. But It wasn't so much The game's I actually enjoyed the, No joke Driving down there Yeah From Glasgow That's And, and driving a in You had the The rock there With the castle on it I was always I was always The games were always busted But I enjoyed that I part I think of the there's
4: a problem in this guy I really do Every <laughs> do time I talk to him He's, <laughs> do, he's do I love
1: about these two Hugh Because there is nothing wrong with it Right Mark Mark's a bit into nature and yeah. he likes feeding the birds and Punks, he likes going yeah. hill walking And he likes the scenery which is fine each to their own i actually that's i'm no problem with that but gordon does gordon's very different and see when mark starts you should see the look that he gives him but it's not the end of the world What a guy likes the scenery what's the problem see, with that you
4: you're driving to a football game and you're saying i love the scenery It's on the clyde's a beautiful place to play when but, it's sunny and there's no wind Ugh there's just something not... and you get locked in
1: that stadium yeah, <laughs> <So> that, yeah <laughs> I did What was the st- other
4: one you came out with, uh, one other day there was incredible what you liked doing um, you just you surprised
1: <laughs> me. I call for later <laughs> um, Hugh do you happen to have a soft spot for any yes. Leagues 1 or 2 sides which it, one
2: Partick Thistle uh, yeah, oh I played I, there as well uh, I, I know that they played Maryhill but I was a Partick boy and we could walk up Byers Road and walk up to Fairhill when oh. we were kids Uh, and when Bertie Ob was the manager there, I have never had such good times as a journalist in my life. Uh, Bertie's office after the game was spectacular, Uh, and I've still got a Partick Thistle scarf in the house, because when they were almost on the verge of going out of business, uh, there was the Save the Jags movement, Mm -hmm. and uh, I went along uh, to do a a quiz and a question answer show, and uh, Miller Reid, former chairman of Partick Thistle, was just a A terrific guy And uh, we all get Partick Thistle scarves And I've kept it And you know my grandson Archie And you know that He never shuts up Correct So he came up from Brighton Where does he get that from By the way Well I have no idea Uh, I took up the Partick Thistle And before I knew it I went away to talk to someone And and I couldn't find him And I come back And he was taking penalty kicks At Kenny Arthur On the pitch (laughs) (laughs) And I thought Kenny Arthur being the, The Thistle goalkeeping coach Um and, you know, they're just a, a special club And uh, I, with Ian McCall in charge now uh, He took part in the, the old shaky Shaking Keevans video uh, At Fairhill uh, And so, for me, it's the Harry Rags
1: Morton won Queen of the South nil Aidan Nisbet with the goal But remember, they don't count Because that's the championship We're looking for your leagues 1 and 2 Soft spot since they're returning We want to know why Sean had Sean had a soft spot for Breakin But Mark Wilson took that away He says (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ian Fitzpatrick's quite right Oh yes Queen's Park have scored There we go On their big day Michael Doyle has put them in front At the National Stadium Against Stranraer. Good on them We can back the Spiders today can't we Yes uh, Ian Fitzpatrick What are we thinking Of Clyde's fixture list Nine games in 22 days If we beat Keith In the cup on Tuesday we Danny's
4: iPad will blow up <laughs> I'm telling you Danny will have to Strip himself oh. And put himself In the squad again His iPad will Everything's off an iPad We done. Have you noticed I, uh, that
2: Everything Have you noticed Danny's Covid here oh, Dan, oh. Yours is quite similar Actually oh. Yeah I played with Danny,
4: great lad Good player he was Terrific, like terrific a boy John <laughs> says It's not really a
1: soft spot But Air United When I lived beside Somerset Park Due to the quality of their football I was guaranteed a new ball Every home game I've got more balls than <laughs> DL's Beat the Pundit giveaways He says <laughs> uh, TJ Dumbarton uh not because I live there But I had a great oh, But I had a great Football manager game With him 10 years ago I made the Champions League final With Lewandowski And Samaras up front <laughs> For Dumbarton. Now that must be A computer yeah. game oh, Come on I want real life Real life examples um, David Anderson Partick Thistle um, Lived round about there that Logie always likes to see Airdrie do well Always had excellent players back in the day The 92 Cup final was a brilliant day My first game following Rangers And Broomfield was banging the town Old school and connection to what the area What a place
4: that was to play oh, You wouldn't have played there Mark No, no, Broomfield, it was top stadiums so Unbelievable I'm not kidding you do you, you remember Broomfield?
2: Oh, Packed the, to the
4: rafters Fantastic The, the dressing the, room was two in, two out
2: the, the fans used to turn the, the press area was the, the the back seat of the stand that's right and yeah. the fans used to turn and give you the lot of his dogs abuse before the game had started it just you yeah. and then it would start in Ken Barlow It was a (laughs) It was a Bear pit of a place Free Deirdre
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time Since I've waited for that one The jet
1: (laughs) Is causing all Sorts of problems For Hibbs. We have to say They're standing up to Just about at the moment But the jet Is having a good afternoon What about his goal Last weekend
3: Unbelievable Hints of Henri When he (sighs) Soap it up himself Yeah and I mean Hugh, Hugh had a go at him A couple of months ago He had a, a good description That he couldn't What was that Trap a curling stone uh-huh. <laughs> And then he pulls <laughs>
1: He pulls something <laughs> like that Out the bag and a bit and of says, for morning. Christian Doidge Come on I think he's Has he regressed a little bit though I think you might
2: need to yeah, G him up again Yeah I might need to go back to that uh, Revisit b- uh, the only thing his game lacks is ability I mean <laughs> that a
4: curling stone. <laughs> I like
7: that
1: So right Just so that we've got the answers clear in here You've got a soft spot for Dumbarton Because yep. the scenery was great And you used to play for them uh-huh. Yours is Partick Thistle yep. You gave us a nonsense answer here, like, You need to be air united surely So many happy memories On and off the field I'm sure Of your time spending air oh,
4: I get married in here no um, <laughs> Oh come on it must be of uh, those they're, clubs, I'm championship Oh, Also, oh, they are. Sorry,
1: I've you're made a Gordon yeah, DL mistake. Yeah. I'm still going by D Stirling. The question, the, east, the question way, should really
4: be. I played with Partick Thistle under the Bertie old days. Mm, as, yeah. as, uh, so you go in the Jags? And I relegated the Jags. I didn't know <laughs> you played for Partick Thistle. <laughs> well, yeah. F- it's pretty forgettable. Oh, and I, re- I rele- relegated them the last day of the season with here. There were about 13, 14,000.
2: So you're going to give me an answer or not?
4: Yeah I'm sticking, sticking with you Sterling I'm, I'm not giving oh, up okay.
2: I think we should modify the question to In league 1 and 2 Leagues Blitz 1 and 2 Bless Sterling uh, In which town have you not been married in? <laughs> <laughs> that won't take long um,
1: I don't know if I've got one really I mean I, I'm probably quite um, What's the word I'm looking for? Probably, I'd probably change my mind More than i change my socks On that one There'll be loads Depending on On what mood I mean, I've got that Kind of slight family Loose connection To Stirling Albion At the moment I'll go, Yeah, yeah I'll go But
4: when, when you were A ball boy For part Did a League 1-2 Team not come And you went I like watching nah, I still
1: remember the, the, the top dogs oh, The SPL right. teams I'll go Stirling Albion Stirling Albion Right
4: yeah. okay yeah.
1: That's nice good. part of the world as well Since Mark Wilson likes to Talk about the scenery Oh that's
3: lovely can... Wallace Monument well, Just well, in the, yeah. in, the Castle, in the backdrop there, there yeah. The, the big ones The carpet
4: shop There's a uh, carpet shop there in it <laughs>
1: A carpet shop I mean uh, we're talking totally Historical w- monuments He's talking carpet show. Weirdly were Quite a few shouts For Sterling Albion China had my first Coaching session As a young boy At the old Anfield Stadium Davy Irons was my coach About 25 years ago And Fitzy says as well Sterling Albion Went up there with Morton About 15 years ago They were doing a raffle To raise funds For a new cooker To cook the pies At half time A pie got launched From the back of the stand And missed a polis By a you know oh, uh uh-huh. you know that measurement that only we use
2: yes yeah
1: one of them so there we go a raffle pie by, by the way that's what, the the good folks at, at McGee's who supply our half-time mm. pies um I'm reliably informed that we're getting a new pie cooker in here because oh. I was speaking to the, the the gentleman last night and um yeah apparently our pie cooker stinks and all the all the the, the, the sales staff and <laughs> the now office you tell us. complain about it but there's no one in here at the moment so I mean it's Really notice, and we're in here, right? What are we looking at in the Premiership? We're about uh, approaching half an hour. We've one, got one still, on Komarnik one Motherwell one, and that is your lot, really. The jet mm. might be causing problems, but it's Livy nil, Hibbs nil, St Johnson nil, Ross County nil, Hamilton nil, St Mirren nil, and the same Dundee United Aberdeen. So as it stands, St Mirren would be top six.
2: Well, it's fairly turgid stuff at the Fountain of Youth Stadium. It's not, not happening, happening. Uh, at either goal mouth, uh, so it's. What we call in the press A war of attrition
3: I think just the one chance For St Mirren A corner kick I think it was it was a I had the header From about six yards And just went past the post But Hugh's right Both teams cancelling Each other out mm. Football not great At the minute um, But St
2: Mirren Still in the driving seat Hugh give us your teaser please Okay since uh, season 2015 2016 Only seven players Have scored six Or more penalties In a single Scottish Premiership season Who are they? Producer Andy Do we have any
1: Correct answers on this yet? Two people so far So there's still room On the podium Let me do some wrong answers For you Darren Campbell Wants to throw in Lee Griffiths
2: There Is no place for Lee Griffiths It's Lot- like the Scotland's one
1: Watson Edward No Sam Cosgrove No He's also thrown in Your old pal Kieran Lee He's the K- new mascot of the show no. I oh, need wow. to get The, pass- uh, the password <laughs> off him For that website That he promised yeah. you um, Lots of people also Going f- or Nikki Breslin, for instance, says, is Stephen Naismith on no, your list? No, no. Is Chris Boyd on your list? He's
2: not. <sighs> no, not now. And
1: no. Barry wants to know, is Martin Boyle on your list?
2: No, we got one last week, and that's his what? It's a
1: really difficult question, this. I'm looking at some of the names. Uh, oh, we've got one of these at the Tony Macaroni. Is it the Jet?
0: Goal flashes. <laughs> With Top Scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs
1: It is not It is Craig Sibbled He threatened earlier on And he's gone one better This time Livingston 1 Hibs nil. Now remember Livy maybe got an outside chance Of finishing 4th What do you think? If Aberdeen don't do the
2: business today And Livy do It's game on surely Or if you're Aberdeen You're thinking If we get a win at Paradise, uh, We could still pip Hibs for 3rd place yes, See I like that Not like you to be glass half full no. I'm, I'm all in favour of that it's an interesting one with Aberdeen, though.
3: With Dave Cormack and Sat and Derek McInnes, but not bringing someone in right away. And I'm thinking, as he just resigned then to finishing fourth place? You know, putting Paul Sheenan and Barry Robson in charge. Listen, good coaches. Paul Sheeran, um especially Barry's, just obviously wearing the ropes just now. But having nobody come in straight away. You wonder if he's just settled for fourth
1: Yeah, long ball Hibs just couldn't deal with it Sibold hooked in a volley From about eight yards And Livy have the lead So we did some wrong answers There on the teaser I'm going to give you a, Just a couple of clues They're not great clues um, But lots of people are going You know, kind of Edouard, Dembele, Griffiths And so on Of um, Of the seven Only one of them Is currently At Rangers Shouldn't take you long To figure out who that one is And None of these seven are Celtic players None of them have been Celtic players um, At any stage So don't, don't go down the obvious routes Of your your Dimbellis and your Edwards And your Griffiths So there is a one current Rangers player on it A fairly easy one And the rest are all non-Rangers or Celtic players Get your answers in please Stenhouse-Muir 1, Albion-Rovers nil. First go back for Steny-Botty-Biabi has got that on 29 minutes wonder if anyone out there Has got a soft spot For Stenhouse Muir If so You can let us know Since we're asking you For your League 1 and League 2 Soft spots And why I want some stories See that about the pie oven Love that Small detail Who remembers that there was a raffle For a pie yeah, oven know. But this guy remembers it Someone threw a pie And he's never forgotten. There'll be people dotted. With a soft spot for and
3: In lockdown When it first came about Stenhouse Muir were were one of the first clubs to serve the community. I think they had their players in serving meals right,
4: yeah. round
3: about. Spent a lot of a lot money, of community yeah, a stuff, lot of yeah. good
1: stuff. So there'll be people out there rooting for Stenhousemuir. Mark Ferguson's got a soft spot for Breakin because his idol Jerry McLaughlin plays for them. He's the best centre back in the world. He says. Just <laughs> saying. No, no. Fan.
3: I just signed Jerry McLaughlin. Yeah, you um, just signed him. No, no. no. Uh, Michael Payton has just signed him in lockdown. So I think he's back at the club. I think he was there before. Um. So. I'm sure he'll be making his debut This afternoon Have
4: you noticed what Michael Payton's doing? He's signing good players Signing a lot of players I've noticed yeah. that yeah. yeah Did you get that sort of backing from the board? Oh 100% I, ruined it, I ruined it all by myself <laughs> <laughs> I must take no, the blame Your biggest mistake And you now admit Leave Simon it, alone As you took little Sid with you Instead of the dazzler You, you know wouldn't it. have done the travel even if not have I target. could have done my AirJoy stuff From gym. From home <laughs> From the studio <laughs> here
3: <laughs> A Queen's Park A second goal A week all day Daz is right about it, The big ambitions Just before I left breaking, Speaking to Ray McKinnon He was just telling us The the work it's going in Behind the scenes Even things like the coaches That they're travelling in And stuff Right up there Where we, we Premiership sides uh, The money going behind it So they're looking to go places fast And moving to Leicester Hamden
1: Putting on a, a wee stand there Is just the first steps I think um, <laughs> Jolly Boy John asks a very good question A pie cooker? Is that not just an oven? See it, you would think so Jolly Boy John But what we have in here Is specifically a pie cooker If you ask me Because that's not an oven In anyone's description is it? That thing we cook no I don't know how to describe. I mean, I, I guess so technically you think
4: you're the only thing you can eat up that's a pie. No, of course not. But it's kind of
1: like a, it's a small portable oven thing. It's a pie cooker in here. Mm. They, like they you don't wouldn't like make me your touch dinner it. in it,
3: would you? I've never seen anything else
1: in it. Yeah. Penalty, Saint Mirren. How big a moment could this be in the race for the top six? Ilkay Dermis brought down in the box. Referee points to the spot, and Saint Mirren have the chance to put one foot in the top 6 remember if they win today it does not matter what St. Johnson do St Mirren would finish top 6 Durmus in down the left hand side of the box now it's an interesting one because he got his shot away Mark Wilson yeah and he shot over the bar and then the contact came yeah those but, are always interesting calls for the referee Don Robertson's pretty sure they are because
3: but if it's out the box and Durmas is passing to a teammate and the Hamilton defender takes him out it's, a, it's still a free kick Hamilton players you know are protesting against it um, but a big chance here for St Mirren and they have been the better team over the last five minutes who takes a Jamie oh, McGrath, McGrath has
1: been their penalty specialist this season he usually goes down the middle
0: goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs And he
1: does, I say usually goes down the middle. He went down the middle the last time and he's done it again. And he has scored from the penalty spot. Hamilton nil, St Mirren 1. And that is a massive
2: moment, Hugh, in the race for the top six. Yeah, of course. uh, It's given St Mirren the incentive to go on. But one team's incentive is another team's provocation when it comes to Hamilton Ackies. You know, as soon as they go a goal down, they don't go into their shell. They come out and they're even... Harder to Keep it bay So You know Yeah it's a terrific start uh, For mm. St Mirren And for Jim Goodwin But It ain't over yet
1: Now here's the thing right I Am not sure if that is Jamie McGrath's Seventh penalty <laughs> of the season yeah, not... we've got it down. And if it is He must become the first person Ever to Become an answer on the teaser live But he wasn't an answer at the start I don't know We can look at He's not on the list I said, oh, I had he's him, I honestly had him down oh, right year before Before today, yeah, no, no, before he's, today not, no. he's not on the list He's scored a few I don't know exactly how many But someone will tell me He's been a good signing You've got to say Very, very good, player, good player Yeah good return for Jim I, I, The thing Gordon is I mean the Penalty uh, Any penalty that goes in Is a good penalty mm-hmm. um, But that one was very similar To his last one It's down the middle And, and, and quite simple no, no real pace on It, it that, you know, you find the back of the net And no one complains Yeah, I It think takes a lot of
4: bottle to to do that, does it? I, but I think his timing's good, Gordon Because the goalkeeper goes As he just strikes right, okay. it And I think he's very confident In his own ability, the lad And it is a very, very good penalty What was uh, the big one in
2: England last weekend? The, the, the player got his shot off But there was a tackle And he, the, the referee gave the penalty, penalty. English Premier League match uh, I can't remember but There is one that's b- that
1: was Playing in my mind Seeing that was happening Yeah I thought it was up here Recently um, It should come back to me My memory's usually Better than that So we'll, we'll see how we get on um, Asking for your League 1 and 2 Soft spot Ryan Doak points out um, Did you see this recently um, Isaiah Whitlock Jr You know who that is? No You've played Senator Clay Davis in The Wire mm. Anyway Big time actor And he tweeted about Stenhouse Muir <gasps> ah, really? And everyone was like What is this all about? And no one's really got to the bottom of it I don't think I think it has since transpired though That he's a bit sneaky And he often tweets about random football teams or, For whatever reason So maybe it's not quite as special as we ah. thought it When it first there uh, is, when it first came about Is
3: there not some famous fan of Partick Thistle? Uh, David Hasselhoff or, or something yes. a fan
2: of yeah. Partick
1: Thistle For some weird but reason But he
2: was appearing in Panto in Glasgow at that time Hold ah.
1: so <laughs> on Celebrity yeah. fans is a topic for a different day Hamilton Aki's Um hit the wall with a, a free kick as they look to get themselves uh, back into it but Jamie McGrath's penalty has St Mirren in front Richard Herries says Partick Thistle my soft spot League 1 and 2 it was my first ever strip I was 4 years old living in Bailison and my mum wouldn't let me have a Celtic strip <laughs> so went and got a Partick Thistle one that's fine there we go uh, what else have we got there oh I remember these games Fraser McLeod a soft spot for Albion Rovers because of when they played Rangers in the Cup in 2014 and Mojni handballed it into the net. I covered that
2: game. Uh, yeah, so did I. Um, for the Daily Record. And I was the only person there because we expected Rangers would win it comfortably. And I, I had to phone back to the office and say, they're in danger of being knocked out here. Can you send reinforcements? <laughs> 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 but, but then uh, the equaliser came and that was that.
1: Yeah, and then the replay was that played at Hamilton? I think
2: No I think it was at Ibrox oh,
1: well, the, no, replay the replay was at, was at yeah, Hamilton yeah. I think uh, I'm pretty sure it was unless I've No I think you're right Made that up uh, Answers still coming in to the teaser Matty T's got a soft spot for Peterhead Because of that Petrofac Cup final And Tav scored that volley It was a brilliant day out And uh, can you see us now I'm Unclear who that tweeter supports um, My hubby's got a soft spot for Clyde uh, And he's given up on Alright so because he supports The opposite side of the old firm to me And he's given up on them this season So he's off to support Clyde Right okay Fair enough Keep then Coming in We are also looking for your answers To that teaser as well Any more goals to tell us about Anything happening down the leagues I don't think so yet That will be some schedule Mark Won't it We mentioned Clyde for instance If they win in the cup Nine games in 22 days These guys have got jobs Yeah I know I mean how they fit it in is incredible But the players themselves
3: you know, I spoke to somebody the um, the other day And they says, how can players moan about uh, playing 90 minutes? How can they moan about fatigue? And, you know, you're trying to explain and say Well, it's a high-tempo game But these players have been out for three months To come back and play nine games in sh- such a short period of time It's going to take its toll on their bodies You know, in terms of injuries and picking up
1: knocks And these teams don't carry big squads as well So it's going to be a tough... Tough time for them Hugh, Mikey and SPL talk Were you talking about Davidson Sanchez For Spurs against Arsenal Is that the incident you made? Yes uh, There we go um, Right. Got, this happens every now and then On the show doesn't it One of the, the major problems For you guys on this show Wikipedia How often does this happen? Where someone, some rascal, gets a hold of your Wikipedia page One, don't and, and, and causes havoc. So can it? can be your again. Turn. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And the thing is, because Sn- Snooker Loopy only went on your Wikipedia to look up your time at Partick Thistle, because he'd be like everyone else, going, "I don't remember that." So he wanted to look to look it up. So he's gone on your Wikipedia page, and it starts off quite, you know. Um, he played football, player, manager, spent most of his career with Wraith Rovers and so on, Rangers, Man City, Partick Thistle. Uh, he's managed Air Wraith And Junior Side Glen Afton no, you still on in there. And then it says The famous comic relief Red nose Was cast from Gordon's nose Resulting in <laughs> Gordon Receiving royalties From the sale Of red noses.
4: <laughs> Ah,
3: That could be true uh,
4: Has somebody put that true. On my page?
1: Yeah Because I've got a
4: big following People look up Yours
1: has been the most uh, prolific on here Remember we had That you had a bust up With Jimmy Shand Over an, an accordion <laughs> yeah. incident
4: We've accordion had that you were a,
1: a, the, badminton. the Bonkle Open Badminton champion yeah, Which is true And now It is the um, The Red Bulls <laughs> Oh Red Bulls so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh,
4: fails Never fails
3: Mark Yeah Yeah I get on them For going to the heifer <laughs> Absolutely I like that Yeah I didn't I didn't like it so much When it was How mine you? What was yours again uh, Somebody changed
2: my birthday Didn't they to A pretty notable day
1: (laughs) Round about (laughs) mid-July Yeah yeah, mid-July
2: They said that My estimated worth Was two million pounds
1: Why why did they miss the zero Off the end of that Uh,
2: When Mrs Keemans saw that All those days at the Scotsman (laughs) Pay well The expenses (laughs) The eckies
4: You've
1: got yourself in trouble before By (laughs) calling that Let's not go down that road again This is a family show For goodness sake Elgin 1 Edinburgh 2 What a thriller um, If Gordon would move that Red nose so oh, yeah. I could see the screen <laughs> Josh Peters has scored Please donate It's to a
3: good cause oh, I wonder if Edinburgh Are changing in the barn Remember I told you that one When you go up to Elgin well, because They're of changing the, rooms the social Because resistance. of Covid You're changing Whereabouts In their barn I, I can only describe it as a barn It's where they keep all the, the lawn mowers And stuff like that And it's a big shutter That they just pull up And it's all <laughs> laid out <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my last game.
4: <laughs> Did you have your tactical board up?
3: <laughs> oh, that was my last game in charge. What a weighty about Was that the last one? That was the last one. Yeah. yeah.
4: That was the yeah. last one he lost. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. the score? Yeah. I watched the highlight. I actually was going to. 3 0. 3 0. That's right. You were unlucky. Yep. At uh, Clyde nil, East
1: Fife won Nathan Austin with the goal for East Fife. Ian won't be happy. He tweeted oh, us Oh, oh. oh. I cannot believe this, Hugh. You you are more powerful than you will ever know. <laughs>
0: Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs.
1: Livingston won, Hibbs won. What did we just say earlier on in the show? When he first came to Hibs he couldn't find the back of the net. Hugh Keevan slaughtered him and he found his shooting boots. He then dipped again. He's not been scoring. We said, Hugh, slaughter him again and see what happens. Ten minutes later, Christian Deutsch equalises for Hibbs. Your power should not be underestimated. It's a gift.
2: Look at these hands. I had just come up with it. <laughs> with I just I just <laughs> said the only thing his game lacks is ability and the balls in the neck. Ah, oh, Ken Balloway He's a some man yeah. oh, Ken
8: <laughs> <laughs> Are
1: you still as big into To Corey As you used to be? Oh, no, no Not him I know you're not But he used to Bore the life out of me Every day Trying I saw to I sort of went off was...
4: With the social distance Because it's not really Like real life now <laughs> The social distance oh, so no, You not it were it, it So it used to be like real life Yeah
1: I, right. I, I, okay. It
4: captured you Gordon But see now You can tell it They're just basically acting You know what I mean do you think, do you like soaps because it's the only place you can find a life more chaotic than your own? I quite like soaps. Is that, so- is that I, I, what I
1: do, gets you into it?
4: I do, I, I was a big fan of Coronation Street. Oh, Obviously I've, I went down there and looked about the studios when I signed the City. And it's fascinating. And that's how I remember speaking to Ken Barlow. See this guy, he slags you for hill walking and bird watching <laughs> and scenery
1: gazing. Oh. And he thinks the, the studio of Coronation Street is to quote, fascinating <laughs> see, to be honest. It's <laughs> fascinating to be honest. It. I've done the tour as well. <laughs> 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 that
0: was
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> the good the old Granada studios—they've ah. uh, changed now, but I went. So you see, if you if you uh, watch Corey, you'll miss the final hour of Super Scoreboard, and if you miss the final hour, you'll miss Gordon DL putting players who were never in India in India. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good.
4: That's point. A fair point. <laughs> that is, is. Has Andy never played there? Seriously. Uh, he's he's, called, he's
1: in our broth this afternoon Which you know <laughs> he'll, be, um, he'll be watching news in India He is uh, goalless I think For it parts is goalish, at the yeah. moment uh, So we'll keep an eye on that one The lower leagues as well You wonder how the players are actually feeling In that war. Oh, the first, the first 20 minutes won't be pretty will it Until no. you find your If a second wind exists You can let you search for it a oh, bit longer than usual yeah. And I wonder if they,
3: they got put through the pace again Another pre-season it's Difficult to implement that Into the well, few we, weeks have been back They wouldn't have had the time I think it was only last week Was it not? Is that when they came back? Yeah um, So yeah, not a lot of time And that's what I said You'll see players Pick up injuries It's just natural When they go from zero To high intensity Games um, Obviously not for the boy That gets sent off In four minutes He'll be He'll be alright
4: <laughs> to his day's work <laughs> Send me the
3: feet
1: up <laughs> I,
4: I'm fresh for the next game <laughs>
1: He's well refreshed And ready to go Alison Conroy, who is keeping an eye on Hamilton St. Mirren, has sent a picture of her and Ken Barlow <laughs> when she is. She's met Ken? Yeah, a long time ago. Hugh's he hair is exactly like that. At the I moment, told isn't you. It? Yeah, but, but see, if you look at Ken Barlow now, I honestly,
4: it's a doubly him.
1: Uh, right, we will get the answers to the teaser and announce a winner soon. Let's start going round the grounds first, though. St. Johnson Ross County. Here's Roger Hannah.
8: St Johnson nil, Ross County nil at the break it is of course winner bust for the Saints this afternoon to have any chance of getting past St Mirren and into that top 6 and they've done everything apart from break the deadlock in a one sided first half here at McDermott but David Willerspoon he fired a free kick over in the early stages after Keith Watson took down Chris Kane just outside the box then Sean Rooney was next to threaten his cross come short it reached Guy Melamed on the 6 yard line but somehow the massed ranks of the county defence managed to block it away to safety, Willerspoon he then set up midfield teammate Alan McCann for a 25 yard shot that was touched round the post by county goalkeeper Ross Laidlaw who has been by far the busier of the two shot stoppers in this first half even Jordan White the county striker he was back in his own six yard box to head out a witherspoon free kick after Harry Payton had filled Melamed just outside the box again Rooney again pushing forward on the right hand side this time an angle drive was deflected beyond the far post with Laidlaw then called into action again this probably the best save of the first half a Melamed through ball Chris into the box in the angle, close range. Really, Laidlaw did well to push it out. St Johnson, they're really trying everything to make the break so Even the defenders coming forward, Liam Gordon here, the header, just inches over the top just before the break. There was still time for the left wing back, Callum Booth, to ghost in at the back of the box. Ball fell to his right foot, he's weaker win, and it wasn't the best of shots. It was easily held by Laidlaw in the lane. County have scarcely been seen as an attacking force. Under Clark, virtually nothing to do at all in the Saints' Ned but they desperately need a goal, the host in the second half. St Johnson, nil, Russell. County nil.
1: Work to do for St Johnston then if they want to get top six but it might not matter if St Mirren do their end of the deal. It's half time in Hamilton let's speak to Alison
5: Half time at the Foy Stadium Hamilton nil, St Mirren one St Mirren on course for that top six finish. Jamie McGrath penalty just after the half hour mark, the difference between the sides it hasn't been the most of entertaining games for most of the game, but St Mirren have had the best of the chances. Joe Shocknessy headed over from Kyle McAllister's corner early on. Richard Tate then fired wide before Lee Irwin did the same. And then it was the 32nd minute. Ilke Dermis was brought down in the box. Referee Don Robertson's pointed to the penalty spot up step Jamie McGrath straight down the middle made no mistake past Jack Annick and it was at 1-0 to St Mirren so St Mirren with that narrow lead at half time it is Hamilton 0 St Mirren 1
1: it's also half time at Rugby Park here's Fraser
7: Kamar on at 1 Motherwell 1 level at half time a pretty fair scoreline, to be honest but either side could have been ahead after a good first 45 early goals from Kyle Lafferty was cancelled out by Barry Maguire a rare goal for him for Motherwell there's been chances at both ends the opener came with the clock exactly on one minute nice build up play in the right hand side the ball came to Kyle Lafferty he's back to goal really sharp turn 20 yards out he had a good left foot shot high to Liam Kelly's left the keeper could have saved it but he only pushed the ball into the back of his own net and his reaction showed that he knew he'd made a mistake the equaliser came on eight minutes, Steena O'Donnell crossed on the right-hand side. A shot by Jordan Roberts was saved by Colin Doyle. The ball fell to Barry Maguire, 16 yards out. Wasn't the cleanest shot by the midfield player, but the ball ended up in the back of the net nevertheless. Kelly acted well, though. Brandon Hounstrup then hit the outside of the post and bar with a fierce shot from a tight angle. In such an open game in the early stages. The tempo dropped a bit. The game punctuated by a series of petty fouls. Then was a clever free kick from Motherwell Jake Carroll lifted the ball over the wall John Roberts first to the ball his close range shot blocked well by Colin Doyle and then just on the half hour Lafferty again the main threat for Kelly shot narrowly over from 16 yards after a corner was headed clear by Ricky Lamy and the ball fell to him Kelly a real threat down there right McGowan and Burke combining well a number a good cross into the box but Lafferty and uh, McKenzie couldn't get on the end of it and then just before half time Colin Doyle then made a decent save when he pushed a Devante Co header over the bar after good work by, on the left by Jordan Roberts who's been very impressive during this first 45 good game to watch so far, a big 45 for Kelly, can they find the winner and maybe lift themselves off the bottom of the table half time at Robbie Park, Kamara won Motherwell won. What about
1: Livingston Hibs David Friel, how's that going? Yeah, Hugh Keevans, favourite Hibs player
6: Christian Deutsch has scored his first goal in 16 games, Gordon, to leave the side's level at break Craig Sibble had given deserve a deserved lead and have been the most dangerous side, the Jets have been really good up front They've caused Tibbs a lot of problems, but it's one each at the break. Sybil did two efforts before his goal, all the top saves from Ophir Marciano kept him out, but he finally get the opener on 28 minutes. It was a disaster for Ryan Portis. It was a simple up and under from John Guthrie into the box, but Portes trying to head it back to Marciano made a total mess of his header. Sybil nipped in and volleyed home. Livy could have had more. The jet, as I said, was causing all sorts of problems with the header wide from Alan Forrest Cross. Hibbs haven't really got going, but Joe Newell didn't miss a great chance before Doig's equaliser. It was a disaster for Nicky, ne- Nicky Devlin this time. He tried to shepherd the ball out for a goal kick. Josh Doig nipped in, teed up Christian Doig, and he ended that long goal drought. Half time at the Tony Macaroni, and it's Livingston won, Hibs 1.
1: Uh, it is also half time between Dundee United and Aberdeen. Let's hear from Dave Galloway.
9: Halftime, Dundee United, nil, Aberdeen nil, it's been open and pretty even so far, United threatened first with uh, Butcher's powerful drive following a corner kick, that was blocked the Dons went close to grabbing the opener when Campbell saw his deflected drive hit the post after Hayes' lead up work, he also had Seagrist at full stretch with a low long range drive, play has been swinging from end to end with both sides having a, a good go and McNulty put Fuchs in on goal for Dundee United but the midfielder blasted over the bar. Aberdeen have gone with a front three this afternoon and Hayes scampered down the left and delivered a really inviting cross right across the six-yard box that found uh, no takers uh, for Aberdeen but Reynolds managed to clear the danger. At the other end, Shanklin chipped the ball over Lewis but had dwelled too long on it and Taylor had an easy task to clear off the line. It's been a good game so far but no goals. Dundee United nil, Aberdeen nil.
1: We will do half-time scores and they will announce the winner of the the first half teaser next
0: Scottish football's Lead leader This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard
1: Okay let's do The winners of The first half teaser Hugh Keevans I can see him Look he's just Dusting the pie crumbs Away trying to, I'll give him another Couple of seconds Are you ready for us Right Ken This is your big moment Let's do it The First Half Teaser
0: With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull-out, plus Davie Province Frank and Fearless Column
2: Since season 2015-2016 only seven players have scored six or more penalties in a single Scottish Premiership season They are James Tavernier Lewis Ferguson Eamon Brophy Dougie Imry Danny Swanson Adam Rooney And Billy Mackay I think Gordon DL and Mark Wilson got
1: two of them So well done to you lot who did considerably better Thanks for taking part The winners are Jonathan Brooks in third place Well done Jonathan Sideshow Bob in second place And Jay McCormick is the winner Well done to you Jay uh, We'll have another teaser for you in the second half Right, Let's recap the scores at the break in the Scottish Premiership at half time Hamilton nil St Mirren 1, Comarnock 1 Motherwell 1, Dundee United nil Aberdeen nil, St Johnston nil Ross County nil and Livingston 1 Hibbs 1 in the Championship Morton 1 Queen of the South 1, Air United nil Raith Rovers nil and the Gordon DL derby are both nil Hearts nil Dunfermline nil Inverness nil it's not a lot happening in the Championship Leagues 1 and 2 back today League 1 Dumbarton nil Falkirk nil Falkirk 1, Montrose 0, Peterhead 0, Airdrie 0, Clyde 0, East Fife 1, and Partick Thistle 0, Cove Rangers 0. Scottish League 2, Stenhouse-Muir 1, Albion Rovers 0, Elgin City 1, Edinburgh City 2, Stirling Albion 0, Brecon City 0, Annan Athletic 0, Cowdenbeath 0, and Queen's Park 2, Stranraer 0. Very quickly, the English Premier League scores. We've not got any games yet, in fact. They're all... Uh, Later on I think So we'll get the second half Up and running for you next
0: The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard